Oh, you guys thought you could get rid of me? Mm -mm -mm. I'm back. This will be my first sailing yacht. Hard in a bit. Now these other chicks are gonna go for you because you're 20 years younger than back. Oh, sh. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the Below Deck Sailing Yacht Edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-captain. It's the one and only <laughs> Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? Doing pretty well. How are you? How are you sailing? I'm sailing right? well. Smooth sailing so far. Oh, I'm sailing well, too. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, it's sailing. It's a rough waters ahead, though. Let me tell you, this episode, rough waters ahead this was an interesting episode to say the least yes i almost feel like so much was happening that nothing was happening at the beginning yeah the first 25 minutes and let's peel back the curtain a little bit we'd love to peel back the curtain on this podcast (laughs) we're used to watching shows on discovery plus yes and tlc and lifetime yeah but Usually with those shows, we can pause, we can rewind, Mm -hmm. and we can kind of collect our thoughts as we go. Bravo. I don't know. We haven't really tried to pause it because we're scared if we pause it, we might not be able to get it going again. Then we're going to miss something. So we end up watching the show nine times, I think, before we podcast about it. But yeah, the first time we were watching it, I was like, what's happening? The first 20 minutes, I didn't know. It was chaos. It was chaos. I was like, my eyes were just like left, right, top, bottom, talking about the TV. <laughs> yeah, it was, all, it was yeah. all over the place. All over it. Thank you. It was all, all over, over the place. It. But then once the charter guest arrived, it, mm-hmm. oh, uh, yeah. oh, it yeah. didn't get any easier to watch. It got easier to follow. Yes. Not easier to watch. <laughs> I enjoyed it. If you follow what I'm saying. Oh, I completely enjoyed it it was an absolute ship show it always is <laughs> speaking of puns okay speaking of ship puns i have a segment idea that came to me while thinking about this episode and i wanted to run it by you i wanted to see if this was something you were into tell me okay here's the idea we love boat puns we love boat oh, names yeah. we've addressed this on every podcast this season and i thought wouldn't it be fun I look at this boat. It's Parsifal 3. Okay, that's a mouthful. Mm-hmm. That's an absolute mouthful. Say it. You say Parsifal 3. Parsifal 3. Well, it sounds lovely when you say it. When, wait, is it? What's Parsifal 3? That's the name of the boat. Really? Oh, yeah. That's a horrible name. It's a terrible name. Okay, so thank you. So you set it up perfectly. It's a terrible name. I thought there was a name of the team or like the... I don't know. The owner who owns the boat, like he hires the team. No, the owner named the boat Parsifal 3. Ah. Okay, like they couldn't get Parsifal out of their system the first two times. They have to do Parsifal 3. It's a terrible name. We both agree. It's a lovely Mm -hmm. boat. Terrible name. So here's my idea. What if we rename the boat (laughs) every episode depending on what we saw that episode. Ooh, I okay? like it. Okay, Look we, at you okay, coming so I up think, with these great ideas. I just think it'd be fun every episode. You get to name the boat. I get to name the boat. There's no winner. Okay, we're not no. going to plaster on the back of the boat, but we get to be a little creative. We get to name the boat based I on the episode. I love it. Okay. And I was just going to add. Okay. You guys can also name the boat. You can message oh, us on Instagram. I like. Look at how interactive right? you're or making this. Mi- if you want to leave a comment, I know I'm like messing up your whole yeah. intro, but yeah, you really I just are. thought of it. I'm so sorry. Okay. But yeah, let's You'll make get this. That. You'll get that. Let's make this thing interactive. Okay. Well, let's do it. Let's let's do it at the top of the show every episode. Okay. Since I just sprung this on you, I will go first. Okay. Do it. Okay. So think about the episode. Think about what happened, the crazy guests, the flight over, people getting thrown off the flight for one reason or another. Mm-hmm. Here's my name. For this week's boat. Okay. Egomaniacs. That's pretty good. Egomaniacs. Not egomaniacs, <laughs> which these guests are. Ah, that's good. Egomaniacs. That's the name of my boat, Teresa. Like it or love it. It's what I'm going with. I know I just sprung this on you, but you you're did. you're quick. You're clever. Do you is anything coming to mind or do you want to wait till next week? Um, give me a couple of seconds, right? Okay. All right. Talk out your thoughts, maybe. Let's right. hear the creative process. All right. So I'm thinking, I'm going for something ridiculous, right? Okay. <laughs> okay. Ridiculous uh-huh. would be a good Are name. Are you ready? Yeah. 
Oh, damn it! It's not oh it. I'm not. Oh I'm boy. not getting it. Okay, I, I want you to. If you, I don't want. I feel like I'm putting too much pressure on you. But what are you toying ah, with? What, okay, what okay. are you trying to work? With? We can work this out together. Really? But that's not. That's okay, not the game. Hit goes. me with a name. All right, I'm just gonna hit you <laughs> with a name. I can't wait. <laughs> Feliz Novidad. Oh. Did, did you hear that's it? That's how you say cheers in Spanish. Yeah, but you said, I said Novidad. Like, that's, that's oh. not correct. Okay. 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 Yeah. I'm going to, yeah, I'm not even going to try to make it better. I think Feliz Novidad is Novidad. Feliz Novidad <laughs> is good. Yeah. Or Feliz Bodvidad. Feliz, Feliz Bodvidad. I, both solid options. Okay, so we have... Look at me. We have Egomaniacs <laughs> and Feliz Bodvidad. I love it. Perfect. Okay. Awesome. Guys, play along at home. Send us your names for this episode, and we could talk about them on the podcast if you do. One other thing I want to ask, and we asked last episode, and you guys are so supportive of the pod, I'll ask one more time. I explained it last episode that because we're so new to the below deck world, it's going to take us a minute or two to get categorized to show up in searches to figure out the algorithm so that when you search for below deck podcasts it comes up so what would it be super helpful along with rating and reviewing and following the podcast what would be super helpful is if you guys know below deck fans or you're in below deck facebook groups or reddit groups if you just said hey new podcast covering below deck married to reality i like it maybe you should check it out i think that would be super helpful that would help the podcast you guys are so supportive, so it's just one more way you can support the podcast is spreading the love, spreading the name. And also, and this is this is major. Are you guys ready? Oh, boy. I'm going to give you the ultimate reason why you should do it. Oh, boy. Because whose birthday it is oh, today? Oh, happy birthday. Thank you. It's my birthday, actually, today. Feliz cumpleaños, I believe. Cumpleaños. Feliz cumpleaños. How do I know that over here? I don't know. Miss Feliz Bodvidad over there. <laughs> <laughs> cheers to your birthday. Let's well, thank cheer. you. Cheers to that. Nos Happy birthday. Yeah. Spread uh, the love for Teresa's birthday. But yeah, spread the love for Teresa's birthday. Absolutely. And I'm not going to drop my no. age. Okay. That I'll would, keep that yeah. to myself. Drop it like an anchor. Drop it like an anchor. It's <laughs> <laughs> really good. Yeah. Um, okay. A couple other things you can do. Let's kind of run through this quickly since we mentioned it a little bit. A couple other things you can do for the podcast and Teresa's birthday. Follow us on social media at Married to Reality Pod. Follow the podcast wherever you're listening. All you have to do is look down and smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as me because it's my Ooh. birthday. <laughs> uh, and you are now welcome aboard the Egomaniac. <laughs> Check your ego at the door. Okay. Not to sidetrack a lot, but I'm one of the people who love their birthdays. And you I sure expect do. something from John. Not necessarily gifts. I just want something cool. Like okay. something, an experience. Like, okay. take me out for cool drinks. We went to Miami this past weekend. We did sure you, did. Did you forget? Oh, how could I? How when could that you? lady spoiled my, uh, yeah. my surprise. <laughs> you can hear that story on the, I don't even know what episode. Darcy uh, and Stacy, maybe. Was Darcy and Stacy? It was Darcy and yeah. Stacy. No, it was regular 90 Before day. Before 90. I don't know. We don't know. Anyways, <laughs> what we do know is you should look down and smash that button. Smash it like it's hot. Smash it like it's as hot as my wife, as young as my wife. Yes. Yes. And one last Lost thing. It. If you haven't left a review, please do. You can drop your boat name. You can just drop a happy birthday, Teresa. Anything you want. Rate, review. It helps the podcast so much. So please, we thank you in advance. Yes. Okay. Let's get into this episode. Season three. Episode three. Another ship show. Another Are ship you show. ready to remove the anchor? Ooh. There is a way to say this, like a proper raise the anchor. boat there. I think raise the anchor. Really? I think so. Is that what they said at Titanic? No. They probably never said that. That's like the only boat anchor. movie I've ever watched. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Not very successful. That's very true. Not very successful. That's very true. Okay, let's start. Because we pick up where we left off. It's two in the morning. Ashley is still claiming how mature she is. How immature Tom is, how mature she is. They're basically arguing 
over Tom's age, not being in the age group that Ashley accepts. They're arguing over that, but Ashley's entire argument is based around one thing. Tom, she wants to bang Gary? No. Tom threw up one night. That's it. the only reason she thinks Tom is immature is because he had too much to drink and he threw up. I mean, that's not a sign of immaturity. I mean, could be a little bit in a way that you should have known better. Yeah, he got a little but. too excited. He drank a little too much, as I'm sure most of the people on this boat have. I mean, I might throw up tomorrow morning. It depends how oh good of a party you're <laughs> about to throw me. Well, now I know I'm not going to go too hard, but yeah. Oh, you're so immature. You threw up. You're the same age as me. It's a ridiculous argument that's now spanned three episodes. Mm-hmm. It's the never-ending argument. I just think that she sees him as, oh, he's like a cute boy, but she wants to bang Gary because he's the man. See, I disagree. I think the way I see this, and I think Gary said it too, he kind of read this whole thing as, oh, you guys are flirting. You, This whole little back and forth, mm. this big, this is flirting. And I completely agree. This is elementary school when you're being mean to the girl because you actually have a crush on her. Mm. That's how I'm reading that. I think it they, could be. there's sexual tension. It could be. There's sexual tension and everyone sees it. I think, I don't know if they're eventually going to hook up. I think they will. I think everyone's going to hook up <sighs> at some point. I hope, yeah, they need to change this storyline because it's been three episodes now. Tom's not getting any older, but this story is getting old. The storyline <laughs> is getting old. So for for the love of God, let's let's move on to something I won't, else. And I think Gary's going to go with someone else, but Ashley. So I think is that gonna make her go for Tom if she sees that Gary is hooking mm. up with I don't know Daisy or Gary's Gabriella. hooking up with Daisy. That's enough to push mm-hmm. Ashley, and it, it could even be a revenge hookup. It could be a jealousy hookup. Oh, I'm gonna show you what you missed out on. Uh-huh. I think that's a good point. I think as soon as Gary goes tongue deep in someone else, <laughs> Ashley's going to be knocking on Glenn's cabin door. I mean, it's not a relationship boat. It's not the love boat. It's not the love boat. It's the let's have fun and make the money boat. Yeah. So yeah. I hope they wear condoms. Oh, boy. Diseases. Diseases. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So let's cut to the next morning. It's 9 a.m. Everyone is hungover, mm-hmm. but they have a long day ahead of them. They got to get the boat ready because the next guests are right around the corner. Oh, yeah. And so there's a there's a lot to be done. Gabriella is taking the reins. She is slipping into that second stew position and going to tell people how it's done and what you need to do. And she tells Ashley as third stew, hey, you need to vacuum. There's things that need to get done here. There are things that need to be cleaned. And Ashley's response, if you want to talk about immaturity, Ashley, your response, sure, let's go clean, yay. (laughs) When your boss asks you to do something, that's your response? That's immature. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely her age. And I think she just doesn't see a difference between her and Gabriela. Gabriela has more. I know they both have like a year or two on a boat or on a yacht. Yeah. But in general, Gabriela has more experience in hospitality and that counts. It counts. And I get the point you're trying to make is you're trying to substantiate why Gabriela is in that position. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. She's seconds to your third stew. Yeah. Fall in line. You think acting the way you're acting is going to get you a promotion? I think that's exactly what she thinks. I think you're right. (laughs) I just don't understand how people think that. Oh, I'm just going to go around my boss. I'm going to do whatever I want. It's going to look so good. No, what looks good is taking orders, following orders, and doing those to the best of your ability. And then your boss goes, oh, wow, you not only did your job, you exceeded my expectations. Mm -hmm. You deserve a promotion. For sure. And... I mean, Ashley is just being disrespectful and I don't think she looks at Gabriela as her boss. She bypasses Gabriela and goes to Daisy. What's funny about that, and I agree with you, is she doesn't respect the second stew, third stew titles, yet she so badly wants 
the title. Mm -hmm. So on one hand, she's like, nah, the titles don't mean anything or equals. Then why do you want the second Stu title mm -hmm. so bad? She, exactly. She completely, she completely knows the title matters. She just won't admit it to herself and she won't act appropriately. Oh, for sure. So then we kind of see Tom talking to Gary. Yeah, Gary. About last night. Gary being a voice of reason. He, well, he's the mature, don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's the mature man. Okay. Yeah, he's the mature 32-year-old Gary. And he just suggests, Tom, you should go clear the air with mm -hmm. Ashley. This boat's too small for there to be tension like this. So go talk to her, clear the air. And Tom's like, okay, sure. He thinks it's a good idea. Yeah, for sure. And then Tom's like talking to Kelsey. They're preparing the deck and Kelsey finally talks. Did you hear her? She goes like, I think you should, you guys should need to bang it out. That's honestly. what I'm saying. I think everyone is sensing this tension because there's no reason to act like this. Oh, you're immature. No, you're immature. Mm -hmm. you, you just bang each other. Just have but sex. But where do you bang? They all sleep together in the cabins. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. I mean, Captain Glenn is always Captain there. Captain Glenn is there. I don't know. It's a good question. I'm sure they'll figure it out. I'm oh, sure for they, sure. I'm sure they have figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so then on the other hand, we have Tom and Gary talking. And then you have Ashley talking to Marcos. And she's going on about Tom can't wrap his head around her not wanting him. And Marcos essentially gives Ashley the same advice that Gary gave Tom. Mm -hmm. which is just talk to him. Mm -hmm. Have a conversation. Be a human being. Be a coworker, be a colleague, and just talk. Yeah. And Marcos shared with us something that oh I didn't see coming. Because oh he seems like a cool laid-back dude, but I guess he aged, yeah. right? Because he said, well, I used to work on a boat with all women, and I banged them all. Mm -hmm. And they didn't know mm -hmm. until we got drunk. <laughs> he used to drop his anchor <laughs> into every open water. Which I could totally see how he could like sneak with all women without them knowing. But, but when you get drunk, right. things come out. Yeah. But again, it's such a tight, it's such tight quarters. How are you having sex with one person and the other person's not knowing? I don't know. I guess if you're that drunk and like some are passing out, it's like, well, she's awake, I guess. I mean, I'll you can bang today. on the deck. Mm, that's not very private. No, but at night everyone sleeps. Okay. You're hoping that no one walks by. Okay. All right. <laughs> Give her the old deck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big deck. Big deck. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Big deck energy. Okay. So Gary, Marcos, and Daisy are summoned for my favorite segment, the preference sheet meeting. The sheet meeting. Yeah. And this is where things get interesting because they glance at the sheet and are immediately like, oh, no, it's Erica Rose. It's like, it's fucking Erica. <laughs> it's Erica Rose. And we know every rose has its thorn. Mm -hmm. And this rose may have multiple thorns. And so the only person who doesn't know who Erica is is Marcos. Yeah. So he's like, well, what's wrong with this? They catch, wow. him up. they catch him up pretty quickly. I mean, Daisy has her head in her hands like she just crashed her dad's mm -hmm. car. She can't believe <laughs> this news. I mean, I thought she was about to jump overboard. She just crashed her dad's boat. Hmm. We're, we're yeah. doing a boat show. Yeah. Don't make scars in this. Yeah. What? It cars? Do it. Yeah. It doesn't do it for me. Just okay. talk, talk boat. <laughs> talk boats. Okay. You, know, you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. 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 Okay, so here, here's the deal with Erica. She not only was on last season and a notorious and infamous charter guest from last season, she was also on The Bachelor years ago. What? Yeah, she was on The Bachelor like 15 years ago. I don't think she met Chuck there. I don't think she met Chucky there. Um, <laughs> she was also on another reality show on VH1. So this she's an attention seeker. She is, but she is a lawyer. She's a lawyer. She's and a, a mother of two. Okay. Where are your kids? With a nanny. Uh, okay. You, you can't let your kids have a good time on the boat? Uh, I'm glad there are no kids. That's very true. Actually, maybe that I was kind of questioning her as a parent, being like, where are your two-year-old kids? Because they're super young. Oh. I, I looked up when she gave birth. She gave birth to like her first child in 2020 or 2019. Mm. So they're super young. So I was like, where are your Basically, or maybe with Chuck's parents. Where are your infants? Yeah. Because I was like, your 
mom's here, your dad's here, you're here. But this is no place. This sex yacht is no mm-hmm. place for infants. Yeah. So it's like Erica, mom Cindy, mm-hmm. and then the husband, so Charles. Yes. It's Erica's husband. And basically seven guests total. They have a, another friend or two. Yeah, some couple, couple friends. friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's seven guests. And here comes the first of the wild demands. Divide the master into separate quarters. Okay. How about you just charter a different boat mm-hmm. that can adequately fit mm-hmm. all of your guests? Right? Well, I think the boat can fit the guests, but there's no privacy. You share the rooms. Okay. But I don't think they were adding beds. Um, that's a fair I point. I mean, yes, they turned They're the adding sofa walls. into a bed. <laughs> They're adding walls. But I'm sure the amount of people... It's fine for the boat. Mm-hmm. Well, the other thing I wonder about is how big the Bravo crew is, how big the film crew is, how big the sound I crew is. I was literally thinking that because they follow them everywhere. And the boat's tight. It's a boat, yeah. The boat it's is boat. tight. I mean, that with the guests, the crew, that's already 15 people. Mm-hmm. Then you add the Bravo crew. Like, how many people can fit on this boat? It's got to be tight. Yeah, and where do they and sleep? And where do they sleep? Right. Like, oh, do they drop Maybe them off every boat. night? Maybe there's a small boat that travels with them. Because mm. they do get some exterior shots. They, well, I think that's a drone. Could be a drone, but maybe there's like a Yeah, they must, small there must be. Because there is no space for anyone else. Yeah. And the equipment. Guys, call in if you know these answers. Yeah, we should Google. So many questions. All right. So we got the highlight of the itinerary, but I screenshotted. I did too. You did? Yeah. Okay. Do you want to, do you want to read night one? Sure. And then I'll read night two. So night one, the guests are requesting steak and scotch dinner party with maroon and cherry colored decoration. Mm -hmm. This is very specific. Yeah. Well, you skipped the part where the primary, Erica, has requested a surprise dinner toast to her husband to celebrate the success of their law firm. Okay, I missed that. Because so their partner is in oh, a law wait. firm together. Chuck is a lawyer. Chuck is a lawyer. He's oh. Charles what, what in charge. Ki- what kind of a lawyer? Oh, definitely like a like personal a douche lawyer. Definitely like an ambulance chaser, personal injury yeah. lawyer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, huge yeah. billboards, bus uh-huh. sign, oh, bus yeah. benches. His face just plastered. Called one eight hundred Chuck. Call one eight hundred up Chuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they want a toast, a surprise toast to their law firm, and then yes. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong, but maroon and cherry, very, very similar, uh, if not the same. It's called uh, colors that clash. Literally. It's not a great look. I mean, these are not the- What theme is this? These guests are not the picture of style or luxury, Mm -hmm. to be honest. They want to be, but they're Mm -hmm. not. So after dinner- And this is- Sorry to interrupt. This is the part they did not mention. Yes. The after dinner. So after dinner- they requested a sexy loungewear party <laughs> with cocktails and butterfly decoration. A touch of butterfly decoration. What the fuck is that? Not what is a butterfly decoration? What is a touch? Like what? you I think you you sprinkle a few fake butterflies around the boat. I just hate it is so vague that it's almost a request. So that they can get upset. I said a touch of butterfly. This is white. This is a plethora of butterfly decorations. The boat is the vibe, right? Yeah. You could request like, oh, maybe make it look nice and intimate or make it look Mm -hmm. dim the lights. Romantic. Romantic, right? Yeah. But going into (laughs) a touch of butterfly... What is that? And why butterflies? Probably to match Erica's tramp stamp tattoo that I don't know <laughs> that she has, but I'm just guessing. I, okay. Because so much was happening and I, my eyes were all over the place. I didn't see any butterflies. Did you? No, that's what I'm saying is they totally skipped over showing this. Maybe they didn't do this part, but they didn't mm. show. Oh, they must have done it. If the guests yeah. requested it. Unless Chucky got too drunk and passed out before the sexy loungewear party. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me read day two. Do it. The guests would like an early morning yoga session on the deck, which we did not see. 
Yes. And maybe it comes later, but they were up at nine. We didn't see that. Yeah, they were hungover, so. They were hungover. Try doing yoga when yeah. hungover. No, no. So they wanted a yoga session on the deck, followed by a boozy brunch on the beach. Mm-hmm. They would also like the option for water sports <laughs> throughout the day. Okay? Night two for dinner. And they touched on this, but not in the detail it deserved. No. The guests would like to celebrate Cindy and Greg's birthday party. And they titled this. <laughs> Still fucking fabulous and sexy. Spelled F-K-N-Y in all caps. Still fucking fabulous and sexy. It's the, a decades party. They want to celebrate every decade. Well, yeah, they want a party where they will celebrate each decade of the last 50 years. So is Cindy 50? She's got to be older than 50. She could be late 50s, I guess. And they're celebrating every decade of her life. Yeah, I think she must be, I mean, she could be mid-50s, yeah. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe it's Chuck's birthday. No, it's because I mean, it's, Chuck, it's, it's Greg. Greg. Maybe Greg's older. Who's Greg? <laughs> <laughs> I, get, I think Greg might be too normal Who's to the, be yeah. featured. There was one other guy that I saw there. Um, maybe yeah, but he, he looked younger. I think he's maybe one of the husbands. Greg. Yeah. Okay, so so that's what's happening here. Mm-hmm. One other request. Erica requests a higher level of service than last time. Which, again, I say, why don't you book a different boat? Mm-hmm. If you need more rooms and better service, how about you just book a different boat? Well, not every boat comes with a Bravo crew. I mean... That's true. Bravo yeah. crew. Yeah, you said it. Yeah. I don't know. I question myself. Mm-hmm. Classic. That's true. They're, they're here for the TV time. Do you think they get paid? Oh, I don't. Hmm, it's a good question. Whether they get paid or they get something comped, like a deal on the boat, on the charter, mm. they need something in return. I'm yeah, absolutely. Sure. Otherwise, like I would never do it. Like I would love to do the boat, yeah. right? I would never want a camera following me, my every move. Well, you're not Erica Rose or. No, but I feel like. You need to get something out of this. Well, she's getting attention, which I think is more valuable to her than any amount of money. That's a good point. So, cut to Glenn and the crew trying to figure out how to divide this master suite. I say just hang some trash bags (laughs) because that's what these guests are. They might just crawl inside, go into their cocoon, their trash cocoon, (laughs) and get a great night's sleep. But they solve the problem. They hang up some black sheets. Yeah, it's like I suppose. curtains. Yeah. And so we have Gary and Tom prepping the deck. Daisy's filling Ashley and Gabrielle in on the guests, how they're difficult, how they're quite the overpackers, and how they just trash their cabins, which we absolutely see. So Gary and Tom, they're still talking about Ashley. Tom's like, I don't think I'm hooking up this season and he kind of (laughs) blames Gary. He kind of puts it on Gary as the reason he's not going to try for Ashley. I think because it's like, well, you know, you said you were interested in her. She was interested in you. So I think, I don't know if he's really trying to be the bigger person or if he just feels like I have no shot. So I'm just going to make it look like I'm being the bigger person. I think they'll bang at some point. I think it's going to be a, Ashley's going to get mad for Gary banging someone else. And Tom's just going to get drunk and he's like, finally. Right, right place, right time. Mm-hmm. Here's my question. What about Kelsey? Poor Kelsey. No one's trying to hook up with her. She's just doing her own thing. She's a pretty young girl. Like, did you see her? Like everyone was going to bed. She was eating nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, She's like, everyone else is nuts. I'm just going to eat my nuts. <laughs> eating nuts in bed in the dark. That's a vibe. That's an absolute vibe. That's an absolute 2020 vibe. So then we have Tom trying to radio Ashley, but it goes unanswered. Her radio is either off or she's ignoring it. So he goes down to talk to her and he apologizes. Mm -hmm. Apologizes for his behavior the night before. He says, you know, it rubbed me the wrong way. You calling me immature by some of my own age rubs me the wrong way. And Ashley's like, well, I get that. But I got angry because this is my opinion. Oh, Ashley. Yeah. But they kind of hug, they hug it out. And yeah. Tom, I don't know if Gary told him or if Tom realized himself that this is just the beginning of the charter season. Mm-hmm. They don't want to 
be in a war right now. No. Like they need to smooth things over and hopefully bang it out eventually and just be friendly. Yeah, the longer you go with this awkwardness or this anger, the the harder it's going to be to recover from it. So just apologize, move on, put it in the past, and your season's going to be much better. <laughs> What? I just spilled beer on me. Oh, Did you know, see it? No, I didn't know. You were just making a weird face. And yeah, I was like, I was like wiping the beer off of my face. I was like, am I saying, well, this is going to be a <laughs> crazy night, folks. Okay, let's move on. Somehow, Ashley wormed her way onto the party planning committee. <laughs> the PPC? Somehow, Ashley got on the PPC. And she's getting all chummy with Daisy now. Well, she's also snacking or like eating something. Okay. Snacking? Did you also notice there was a bucket of beer sitting on the table? I did not. A huge, like, job lots size bucket filled with beer. And I was like, this can't be for the guests. The guests aren't coming until tomorrow. Are you guys just getting this loose planning this party or is this leftovers or what's happening? I was like, this looks like an amazing time. I mean, to be honest, speaking from my own experience... Cleaning while drinking mm. is the bomb. Well, <laughs> Gabriella wishes she was drinking and cleaning. Well, she's cleaning the drinks. She's, yeah, she's <laughs> cleaning up the drinks. She's, she's pissing off Gabriella though, because she's planning this party when Gabriella asked her to clean something else. Yeah, follow the list. Ashley's just bypassing the list once again. Just kissing Daisy's ass. Mm-hmm. Just like I'm, a, I'm planning a party. <laughs> it's like, like no one asked not, you to plan not a party. That's what she does. But Daisy's not having it because Gabriella storms down there yeah, and she, has an attitude. Yeah, she gets all upset, starts kind of yelling at Ashley. Daisy just minds her own business. Daisy's like, you guys handle it. You figure it out. Yeah, she's like, I'm too busy to... I'm planning this party. Figure this shit out. We have like 50 years to fit into this one day of planning. Okay? I think I think Daisy's really nervous about Erica. Oh, yeah. She, she knows. Like, she knows her from the previous season. So she knows what's coming. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So Gabriella goes and talks to Gary. Again, the voice of reason here. And Gary's like, just move on. It's not good to call someone else out on their BS mm-hmm. because it's just going to make you look like you mm-hmm. have a lot of shit going on. And Gabrielle's like, you know what? I'll be the bigger person and I'll apologize to Ashley. So many apologies this yeah. episode. <laughs> but all, all the apologies go to Ashley. Is that true? Tom apologized to, Tom Ashley. to Ashley. Now Gabrielle's apologizing to Ashley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Ashley's not accepting all the apologies. And I think they're just apologizing to her, not because they truly feel like they did anything wrong, but they're just like, Ashley's the type of person that's not going to apologize first. Let's just smooth this thing over and move on. I'll suck up my pride. I'll swallow my pride. I'll say I'm sorry. Do what I have to do, and and hopefully we can move forward. For sure. But I don't think they truly mean these apologies. Especially maybe Tom does, but Gabrielle does not mean it. No, and Ashley doesn't accept it. When Gabriella tries to take the high road, Ashley just dismisses this entire effort. Mm-hmm. She's like the whole second stew, third stew title is just irrelevant. It's like potato, potato. Yeah, and as I said, if it was so irrelevant, then you wouldn't be gunning for mm-hmm. this title. You would just do your job the best you mm-hmm. could. Clearly, it means something to you. And like, Gabrielle talks to the camera. It's like, mm-hmm, so much for taking the high road. Like, she's annoyed. Yeah. She's like, I freaking tried, and this chick is, uh Yeah. It's going to be a long season for Ashley if she doesn't change her attitude. And Ashley actually says, she's like, Gabriela is not my boss, so sit down. Uh, she is your boss. She is the second stew. Yeah. Right? Yeah, she is. Like, her supervisor. She's her superior. But I would also say, and I've never worked on a boat, but in a situation like this, when you have tight quarters, when everyone's pulling their own weight, you help each other out. Whether or not you're a superior or you're a subordinate, if someone asks you to do something, you should be like, yeah, 
Sure. If I have something else I have to do first, I'll take care of that. But we're all in this together. There's only a handful of us. Let's all work together and make this the best it can yeah, be. Yeah. And if you don't work together, just throw them overboard. Oh, boy. Okay. I mean, the sharks will take care of the rest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 11 o'clock at night, everyone goes to bed. And is this where Kelsey's snacking? This might be where she's This might be where she's snacking. Yeah. I mean, everyone gets in bed so early tonight that I go, wow, these guests are really going to be a shit show because we're not in the hot tub drinking tequila, mm-hmm. ripping cigs. We're trying to get our beauty sleep. We're trying to rest up for the guests. I'm wondering, can they drink at all when the guests are on board? Like, Captain can they have Glenn a beer? Said no. I know, but Captain do Glenn. they follow? Do they follow? So far, it seems like mm-hmm. they have. But it's only episode three. Mm-hmm. Rules are meant to be broken. I mean, you can always put vodka in your water bottle. I think they probably enjoy a night or two of sobriety because they go mm-hmm. so hard mm-hmm. that they might enjoy kind of drying out for a day. Okay, next morning, Tom is reading through the preference sheet. And I'm so glad we saw this because he points out that under dislikes, I guess everyone on their preference sheet has a dislikes section. Chucky, Chuck put nothing. Okay, he, under dislikes, he put nothing. He didn't even have a G on nothing. So maybe the only thing he dislikes are Gs, but he just wrote nothing, meaning he likes everything. Okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now let's remember that. <laughs> let's remember that moving forward that he didn't put tomatoes. Okay. He didn't put eggs with, I don't know. He was just making shit up. Yeah. He just, he put nothing. He likes it all. Okay. He didn't carpaccio. put. Yeah. He didn't put gazpacho. He didn't. What is it? Gazpacho. I thought it was carpaccio. No, it's, it was gazpacho <laughs> in this episode. But he didn't put that. He didn't put carbs. He wrote nothing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's remember that. So then we get a juicy update from Captain Glenn. <laughs> Three of the charter guests, Erica, Cindy and Charles. Classic. <laughs> the three musketeers, uh-huh. the three amigos. I, that's who you see. Oh, yeah. They were removed from their flight by the police. By the Metropolitan Police. Yeah. Because of an altercation with the flight crew. And because of this, Mother Cindy missed her connecting flight. And Daisy goes, I told you they were crazy. So let's assess this situation for a minute here. The three of them, Erica, Cindy, and Charles, got removed from a flight. Okay, when they landed, they were removed. They were Mm -hmm. escorted off the flight by police. Cindy missed her connecting flight, but the others didn't. Maybe Cindy was held for longer. That's what I'm saying. Cindy was being detained in like an airport jail. Because I think Cindy, well... We know that Cindy is the one who started making troubles. I know, but I'm saying it's it was to the point where it wasn't just like, come here, talk to me for a minute, tell me what happened mm-hmm. and be on your way. She was detained long enough to miss her flight and the rest of her party got on. But also, her daughter and her husband left her detained. That's a very good and point, And then too. went to Man- Menorca to get on the boat a little earlier so they can enjoy. These what? people, uh, another another name I was going to go with for this boat, this episode was Sailfish. Oh, that's a good one. Because these guests are, one. these guests are Sailfish. You're going to leave your mom in an airport jail and that's go a on one. a yacht? Are you kidding me, Erica? <laughs> <laughs> could could you live with yourself if you ever left your mom in a foreign country so that you could go on a yacht? I in, would in jail, never. Sorry, in jail in a foreign country. Unbelievable. I mean, they didn't throw her in a jail. That's like 24 hours. She was detained somewhere. Well, I think she was detained in one of the rooms. Yeah. Either way, my question would be, you're going to charter a $60,000 a day yacht. You're not going to charter a private jet for seven people? Apparently not. You're going to fly commercial? You're going to put your mom in a, a con- Delta Comfort? Yeah, not even. <laughs> She's like, well, Chuck and I, we upgraded, but Cindy stayed in that peasant class. <laughs> <laughs> she was by the bathrooms in Delta Comfort. <laughs> so, okay. 30 minutes till the charter. Everyone's changing into their uniform. Champagne's being poured. 
Kelsey and Tom, they're struggling with the transom door. It is a race against the clock. The guests are about to arrive. Before they do, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. And we're back. And we have some rough waters ahead, Teresa. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. We have some, there's going to be some healing. There is going to be some, some bouncing, some spilling. It is going to get messy because the guests have arrived. And all of these women have flotation devices for lips. <laughs> <laughs> you could throw them, you could try to discard them overboard. They would be floating by their lips. In the ocean. Like fish. Like fish. They would They would be, yeah. Charles is wearing a fedora, so that's a red flag for me. <laughs> you know if you've heard this podcast before, fedoras are red flags for I mean, me. I mean, I have a fedora. I, I don't mind it on a woman. Mm. A man, especially a man like Charles. Mm. Like Chucky over here wearing a fedora. That is a problem. And, and it's because he's wearing his fedora, looking the way he looks, speaking sentences like, one day I'm going to own a yacht and it's going to be bigger than this. <laughs> Bro, you couldn't even afford to upgrade your mother-in-law to first class. <laughs> and you're going to purchase a yacht bigger than this? I looked up how much Parsifal 3 okay. is. Can I guess? I would love for you to guess how much. And let me set you up for success here. Mm-hmm. More expensive than you thought. Okay. Okay. A lot more expensive than you thought. Okay. I'm going to go with... million. Exactly. Way more expensive than you thought. Okay. 15? A little more. What? Mm Mm-hmm. It's like a floating mansion. 25? 18 million. 18 million dollars? Yeah. Holy shit. For Egomaniacs. 18 million for Sailfish. 18 million for the Parsifal 3. And it costs. It costs. 1.8 1.8 million a year just for upkeep. What? Yeah. Holy shit. I mean, you can't just buy an $18 million boat, throw it in the water and not That's put any money into it. Two million a year. That's worse than a car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little worse than a car. I don't know. That's that. a lot of my, like I'm saying like, let's say you buy a $20,000 car, right? It's like insurance and shit and gas. I guess you would probably spend around 2000 Yeah, the percentage might be. Yeah, you're right. Similar. It's just when you put it in millions, so I'm it's like, holy crazy. shit. Yeah. And so we have Chucky over here. Oh, yeah, I'm going to buy an even better yeah, a bigger yeah. Okay, bro. Why don't, you worry wow. about get, why don't you worry about getting your entire family into first class first? And then we can talk about <laughs> mega yachts. Okay. So Daisy's giving the guests a tour. The rest of the crew is unloading the luggage. So much luggage. Were they planning to get shipwrecked like Gilligan's Island? They packed 45 suitcases for two nights. Like, where are they putting the suitcases? What could possibly... Does Does Erica have a bathing suit for every presidential candidate? Like, <laughs> was she not sure who was going to be in office at the time of the at the boat? Like, what is in those suitcases? I don't know. It's... Uh, if I went on a boat like this, uh, two bathing suits, couple t-shirts, Pair of flip-flops, maybe a button down, maybe a button down because we're going to have one nice dinner. Well, that's why you don't go on the boat like this. Why would I be underdressed? Buddy. Let's count. We should have counted how many outfit changes they make. I'm going to say two a day. I get it. Like I, as we said, we just went on a little getaway for two days and I brought seven different outfits because I don't know what I'm going to be in the mood for. Okay. Let me, let me then correct myself. I could bring... My entire closet full of clothes, and it would be two suitcases. Uh, that's not true. Well, how many suitcases? You have so much clothes. How many suit? Honestly, Europe-sized, your international-sized luggage, all of my clothes, three? I'm going to say seven. Me, personally, or you and me? I have a lot of clothes. I would be like 12. But you, like seven. Just think of all your shirts. Let's move on. I was you have a to make passion myself. for shirts. <laughs> I know, but they all fit in no. like one drawer. A drawer is equal to a I suitcase. I struggle when we go to Europe. I never bring enough outfits. It is just one luggage. Okay. So. Let's, let's move on. Because <laughs> we get the story of Cindy getting kicked off this flight. We get this, this tale because I don't know if I truly believe this. What we hear is that we know Cindy was stuck in Delta Comfort. There was some... Pest 
probably kicking the back of her seat the entire flight, <laughs> right? And Erica and Chuck, they're in first class. He ordered an omelet. He fell asleep. And while he was sleeping, Mother Cindy ran up to first class like bridesmaids, like Kristen Wiig and bridesmaids. <laughs> and... And ate the omelet off of his plate. That's literally what happened. Like bridesmaids. Yeah. She was like doing something illegal, illegal in the first class. Yeah. Egg legal. I doubt that that's why. They that's not why. Her. Because of, I believe, you know what, what I think it is? I think she did that. She started snacking on the omelet <laughs> that she wasn't supposed to. I was like, this is good. I'm going to eat every other first class passenger's <laughs> omelet. But I think they called her out and say, like, ma'am, uh, I'm sorry, but you cannot do this. And I think they just got really heated That's and into all these arguments over the omelette. So yeah. I think the omelette was the start. It's the catalyst. But I don't think that's the, like her snacking on Chuck's omelette no. wasn't the reason she got detained. That's a slap on the wrist. That's a go back to your seat, ma'am. Yeah. Man, like, this Literally is first, like this in bridesmaids. This is first, first class passengers. Okay. Go back. <laughs> eat your pretzels. One mm -hmm. one day, maybe, <laughs> when Chuck cares more about you, mm -hmm. you also will have a first class omelet. But until then, take your seat. Yeah, there's more to that story. I think you're probably right. It started with an egg and it exploded into something. <laughs> it sure did. Something far bigger. Okay, so we set sail. The boat sets sail. And what flag is that? It looks like a British flag. So we're in England, guys. Is it? It's it's not a British flag. It was a it was a nautical British flag. So yeah. on, on ships uh -oh. on ships they have different. I was thinking. I mean, yeah, it was a British flag, but it had something. Else I think Parsifal is docked or based out of Great Britain. I think I could be lying. But or it could also be Australian. No, it is a. I, oh. I checked. It is a British flag, but it's like a nautical version mm. of a British flag to let you know where the boat originates mm. from. So they set sail. This boat starts healing. Once again. Yeah. I mean, that's how you sail. And if you're on this big ass boat on the sea, of yeah. course it's going to, what do you call it? Heal? It was healing. The guests were squealing. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Our friend Charles, though, doesn't have a care in the world. He is laying in bed, legs kicked up, rambling on and on while Ashley just unpacks his luggage. This was so uncomfortable. Especially for Ashley, because you're just trying to do your job. But meanwhile, you have to be like, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. Uh, oh, wow. Wow. Uh-huh, yeah. Wow. In Houston, I had stone crab at a steakhouse that were like 20 bucks each. I must have had like 12 of them. And like, I definitely miss all the expressions of Cuban espresso. And then don't get me started on the tolls in Florida. <laughs> Everyone thinks I'm a psycho. I prefer to be feared than loved. What? <laughs> Ashley, after like five minutes, is like, I think you should... Go and check the views. Didn't he mention top? something about being a great tipper and he tipped once like $3,000? I think so. But as he walked on this boat, he was like, oh, for everything that's wrong, the tip mm -hmm. is going to be deducted. Yeah. I could never in a million years do this. If, if I had a billion dollars in the bank, I couldn't do this. I would let someone unpack my stuff maybe if mm -hmm. I was a millionaire, but I wouldn't sit there and watch them. It's some freaky fetish some freaky rich fetish that he has that's like, yeah, unpack my stuff. I'm going to watch you. Well, I don't think that has anything to do with being rich. I think that has everything to do with being Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's very true. I mean, if if we have the maintenance guy come to our apartment, mm -hmm. I feel awkward sitting here. I'm like, oh, you want me to like hold your ladder or something? Like I can't just <laughs> sit on the couch while they're fixing something. I know. If we ever get a cleaning lady... I would leave the house when she was here cleaning because I would feel so awkward sitting around while she worked. Yeah, well, that's pretty much what people do. Or you just are somewhere where she's not cleaning at the moment. Yeah, I would be hiding in mm -hmm. the basement. It's just, oh, my God. the Yeah, the level of, I don't know, ego mm -hmm. it takes to lay in bed and just talk about how rich you are while watching someone just on their knees unpacking your mm -hmm. shit is... Mind-blowing. Mm -hmm. It's mind-boggling. I, I hope I aspire one day to have the wealth, but I just would not act like that. No, but again, it has nothing to do with wealth. 
Chuck yeah, it's true. is a douche. Yeah, it's Chuck. <laughs> yeah. It's not Bucks. It's Chucks. Mm-hmm. So once again, Tom is struggling. Poor Tom. And I was rooting for Tom. I would say episode one and, and some of episode two, I was rooting for Tom. But his attitude is not the best. When he, yeah. When he messes up, he can't own it. He loses his cool. He doesn't seem to care to learn. Mm-hmm. I feel he does own it at some point, always later. But he doesn't say it right away. He says it when it's the time to apologize and it hits him that he's the little man. Yeah. But. Well, yeah, when you mess up, it's okay. Learn from your mistakes. Mm-hmm. Take it as a learning opportunity. Don't, I think he gets embarrassed or because he is the young guy, he feels like, oh, I got to stand up for myself and say, oh, no, it's fine. But just own it. Own your mistake and learn from it. Yeah. Ask questions. Ask questions. He fucked something up with the door. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I was like, what else? And Colin was like, no, that's a serious thing. If you broke the door, we could not get on the deck. We could not get the boat into the water. Yeah. And Tom is like, oh, he's just making a big deal. It's like rolling his eyes. That is a little immature. It is. Not to take Ashley's side, but it's a little unprofessional. It's a little immature. And just own it and learn from it. Mm -hmm. No one's going to give you shit for it. They'll be happy that you're owning it. Yeah. And then he keeps his attitude and just like throws the boat into the water. And God is like, you're going to break something, dude. Yeah. Just Just take it. Just relax. Relax. Okay. We got to shout out Erica's Biden bikini because last season there was a whole debacle with her and her friend who was wearing a Tatas for Trump bikini. Mm-hmm. So I think she got so much shit from being associated with that friend and that bikini that maybe she's trying to redeem herself. Possible. I saw a snippet when she wasn't wearing the bikini, but she's yelling out like Tatas for Trump. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, I honestly, listen, everyone can do and think whatever they want what, when it comes to politics, right? But her literally doing this in one season, getting shit and then do, turning 180. Hey, come on. Yeah. That's not how this works. I mean, maybe it does. Let's not say that people can't change their minds politically. Oh, they can, they can. I What I found interesting was I Googled this bathing suit because at first was it... I thought, is it fuck Joe Biden or, you know, is it an anti-Biden bikini? it was vote Joe Biden. It was vote Joe Biden. So I'm Googling this bathing suit. Oh, where do you get it? How much does it cost? It didn't come up. Nothing even remotely similar to this bikini came up. It was custom made. I think it was custom Uh made. I think that's how invested in this redemption Mm -hmm. she is. is She's like, because Trump, you could buy Trump anything. I was just going to say... That's a whole different story. But you cannot just buy, I don't know, a shirt with a big face with Biden and his aviators, right? Yeah. It doesn't exist unless you make it. You could, I mean, I'm sure some people are making and selling it on well, Etsy. Well, yeah, but I'm saying whatever. it's not the Biden official. There's no Biden, official merch Biden store. Biden doesn't have a merch store. <laughs> That's or, not what his campaign is spending time uh-huh. on. But yeah, the fact that, and it looked good. The bathing suit looked good, like professionally mm-hmm. done. So I think it was a custom, custom oh, made. Oh, sure. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I can see how she's trying to make herself look better in certain people's eyes. Yeah, yeah, it's a missed opportunity for the Biden campaign because I'm sure a lot of people <laughs> are going to be searching this bikini now, mm. and they could be selling, you know, raising some funds for the campaign. But that's tatas maybe, for Biden. Tatas for booties for Biden. <laughs> that's that's booties, better. Yeah, booties for Biden. Okay, so now Cindy gets picked up. Gary hops on the little dinghy. Goes and grabs her, brings her back. And once she's there, Daisy goes to talk to everyone to let them know what Marcos is thinking about for food. And Daisy rattles off a delightful sounding menu. But not everyone was excited about what they were hearing. Watermelon gazpacho. That's what I heard. It's another, it's a remix. It's a Harry Styles remix. Watermelon (laughs) gazpacho. And for Chuck... That sounds disgusting. <laughs> yeah. All like carbohydrates and, and no protein. No, that is beef. Yeah. These these guests are on the South Bitch diet. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new diet. 
that they are on the South Bitch Diet. Yeah. It's, this is just where the rudeness begins mm-hmm. and does not end. Like, I doubt that Chuck knows what a gazpacho is. No, I don't think he does. He's like, sounds disgusting. He's the type of person who, if he doesn't know it, if it's not your staple hot dog, hamburger, grilled cheese, macaroni and cheese, he's like, oh, what is that? He's not curious. He's not interested Mm-mm. in learning and expanding his palate. And Marco has a good line and uh, a little bit about the guests and their taste buds. Yeah. So Daisy goes back and tells Marcos the news. And Marcos is like, sure, like handles it like a pro. Eric is like, you know what? I think we should go talk about the menu. <laughs> with the I think he needs to hear from us. They go into the galley and Marco starts throwing out some ideas of what he's going to make. And everything he says, they're like, mm, I don't know about that. Mm, I don't know about that. And then, yeah, this is this is probably the only time Marcos has ever burned anything. He gives them a sick burn when he says, just because you wear fancy clothes, rent a fancy boat, doesn't mean you have fancy taste buds. Yes. They don't know shit about food. And they don't even want to, why don't you want to explore if you're paying for it? Right? Yeah. Trust, Try the broccoli mousse. Trust the chef. Mm-hmm. He He's a awarded, highly regarded chef. Try it. And here's the thing. If you watch the last episode, guys, if you, if you don't like it or you're not full, he'll make you something mm-hmm. else. But at least try it. Yeah. Give it a shot. You might actually like it. Yeah. So he he's like, all right, we'll, we'll figure it out. Did you hear... Erica's steak preference? The medium plus. Yeah. Uh, what is this? A new iPhone? Medium you- medium plus, but not pink at all. That's called v- well done, yeah, Erica. It's not even medium well. Medium well has pink. Yeah. Medium that's plus. That's what I eat. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a classic move of you don't want to sound basic, right? You want to sound like you know what you're doing, like you have taste. So you don't want to say well done. So you go... Uh, medium, other medium, Me- but you, medium plus, but no, not pink at all. But you really just want to say, well done. Uh-huh. You really want to say, burn that thing to an mm-hmm. inch of its life. Give me the hockey puck special. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Medium plus. I never heard that term. It doesn't exist. It does exist. It okay. does. It, I was so baffled. I had to, Goog- I had to Google medium plus and I ended up reading an entire New York post article <laughs> about this new term. Medium rare plus, medium plus. Well, what does it mean? Does it mean no pink? No. So what's been happening in restaurants? And guys, call in, correct me if I'm wrong. I, I This is just one article I read. You don't want to waste food, right? You don't mm-hmm. you, you don't want to throw out a steak. And if you overcook something, there's no way to under, yeah. there's no way to undercook it. So the kitchens have been undercooking things recently. So- that if they give it to you and it's not cooked to your liking, you send it back mm-hmm. and they cook it a little bit more and then they bring it back to you and, and they cook it until you are happy with it, right? Okay. So because they're undercooking things now, you add the word plus to it and it means I'm okay if it gets a little bit more cooked than you are trying for. So mm-hmm. if you went medium plus... You say, I'm okay with medium. I'm okay if it gets a little closer. Ah. If it gets a little closer to medium, well, I'm okay with that. So that way there's that little wiggle. There's a little bit of a wiggle room. It's a word game. It's a word game and it's a thing. So don't say you never learned anything from Erica Rose. (laughs) Okay. So the guests all get ready for dinner. They change out of the Joe Biden for President Bikini. They all sit down at the table taking their selfies the dishes are served. First course, mushroom salad with truffle, balsamic Oops. vinegar. Awesome. Yeah. Charles approves. Best salad he's ever eaten. No, oh, top five dinners he's ever had. Well, that he's comes like, this later. Is, this is delicious, bro. That comes later. But with the salad, he says best mm-hmm. salad I've ever eaten. Okay. And this is, how do you say cheers in Spanish? Feliz Navidad. <laughs> Feliz Navidad. Yeah. Next, steak with chive, garlic, mustard, Dijon with grilled vegetables. Stop it. Did so, you see how he was preparing the steaks? It perfectly. was covered in this like 
green sauce or yeah. pesto or something. Yeah. Oh my Mustard god. Mustard Dijon. Oh, you know, my god. Yeah. oh my god. And Chucky at first is like, you know, at first I didn't I didn't know the difference between fat and meat, but once my brain caught up to my mouth, I realized I liked it. I was just chewing on fat. <laughs> yeah, Chuck. You're, you're such a such a mature palate on this man. Yeah. <laughs> Erica not impressed. She did not get her medium plus. I feel bad for Marcos because I'm pretty sure he wrote down medium plus, which for him has a little pink. He may have written down medium plus, maybe medium. I think maybe the dishes got mixed up when they were being served mm. to the guests because they kept making a big deal. Okay, make sure it's going to the right person. Mm-hmm. And I heard a medium well go out. I heard yeah. a medium go out. So I don't know who screwed up. I will tell you when it comes to breakfast, it wasn't Marcos who screwed up. I'll I'll pin the blame on someone else when we get to the next okay. course, but it wasn't Marcos. But she gets her medium steak, whatever it was, sends it back. Mind you, Chucky keeps devouring his steak. If you ever sent back food, I would put my fork down and I would wait until mm-hmm. you got your dinner. Chuck doesn't care that his wife's not eating. He's like, my food's here. I'm going to eat it. I think a lot of people would keep eating. People with no manners. I think 90% of people would keep oh, eating. Oh, no. Don't underestimate people like that. I have 50%, I would say. Half the population would More wait. More than a half. Would wait for their significant other to receive no, their meal before they People don't wait for each other to start eating to begin with. I think I would say half. I'm going to say more than a half. Let us know, guys. I just don't think that's a lot of people know this, that that's the etiquette. These these folks certainly don't. They have no manners. Like my parents would slap me if I started eating before. And I couldn't even put my hands on the table unless everyone was ready to eat. Yeah, and you can tell your spouse, your family, oh, please don't wait for me. Go ahead. Don't. Yours yeah. is going to get cold. Don't wait for me. Chuck's just like two-handing this thing, chomping away on his steak. Doesn't give a doesn't have a care in the world that his wife is not eating, not happy. Doesn't matter to him. He doesn't care. (laughs) He wants to send her back to Delta Comfort. I think he's very happy with her. Just just look at them. Look at their personalities. I guess they're match made. It's beautiful. It's it's match made in hell. Yeah. (laughs) So, okay. Dinner's finished. This is where Charles says top five dinner in my life. Guests call it a night. Before they do... Before they go to sleep, Daisy checks in with Erica to figure out the plan for tomorrow. Wait a minute. What happened with this sexy loungewear party? Exactly. I'm kind of glad we didn't see it, to be honest. I, I, I could be spared Chuck in sexy loungewear. <laughs> I don't need to see that. I mean, he would probably just be wearing shorts, but yeah, nobody you needs don't to know see what. that. You don't know what he'd be wearing. You, you, don't underestimate Chuck. Okay. But Daisy checks in with Erica and says, okay, we're doing brunch around 11 on the beach, which means no breakfast, no lunch, right? Thumbs up, we're good. And Erica's like, yep, that's the plan. That's great. All right. Well, the next morning, Marcos is already planning brunch. As he says, he wants to make it simple food for simple taste buds. No fuck-ups. <laughs> well, one of the fuck-ups gets up. Charles wakes up hungover. He's like, I drank a whole bottle of scotch, so I need some food or it's not going to be pretty. And Daisy's like, all right, well, you know, we weren't planning on eating until 11, but I can let the chef know you want something to eat. And here we go. He tries to play it off like he's so agreeable. Okay, yeah, anything. Anything will do. I'll, whatever it is. An omelet. Whatever. It's fine. Which I don't buy because forget that he has money. If you are hungover, you know what do you want to eat? Yeah. Because you picture, at least this is how I roll. I picture different foods in my head <laughs> and I just want whatever does not make me more nauseous. Yeah. So he knows what he wants. Or he's so hungover, which he didn't look that hungover, but he could be so hungover where he can't even think. He's just like, bring me mm. food. But he clearly has uh, has some preferences because he says, yeah, an omelet, whatever. And Daisy's like, okay, anything special in your omelet? Just plain, what do you want? And he goes, bacon, onion, and cheese. And here's where I say, Marcos doesn't fuck this up. Daisy fucks it up. Oh, really? Because she goes down to Marco and she says. Marcos. She goes down to Marcos. Thank you for correcting me. She goes down and says, all right, he wants an omelet. 
uh, bacon, onion, cheese, just the normal stuff like that. Mm. No, Daisy, you should have stopped after bacon, onion, and cheese. Because mm-hmm. after you said just the normal stuff like mm-hmm. that, Marcus is going to throw in some tomatoes mm-hmm. and peppers and all the normal stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So Daisy kind of fucked Marcos there. Yeah. That, also, that's not what you want in your drunk omelet. What do you want? No one wants peppers. Mm. In my drunk omelet, I would probably just want bacon, eggs, and cheese. cheese. Yeah. Literally. Not even onion. Oh, I could go for okay, some onion. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so Charles gets his omelet and starts dissecting it like it's an owl pellet in fifth grade. <laughs> like it's a what? An owl pellet. What's that? Uh, um, I'll explain it later. Is it owl poop? Yeah. You guys were going to dissect an owl poop. What did you do? Nothing. What did you do? You probably dissected We frogs. didn't dissect anything. I've oh. never dissected anything. Hmm. We don't do that stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's undigested owl stuff. But <laughs> Charles, Charles is dissecting his omelet. And is this a tomato? Did I say tomato? The, remind, reminding you guys when it said dislikes, nothing. They didn't mention tomatoes. There was nothing under the dislike section. And when they ask if they want breakfast, they're like, "No, we'll be fine for yeah. brunch." Yeah. So. He's going through this omelet. Cindy Cindy got some eggs too, finally. Someone served her some eggs. She didn't have to go <laughs> crash a party in first class. And she's like, three out of ten. This was a three out of, this is like a chilies. Okay, this is a chilies. This is, no, this, this is worse this than is worse chilies. Than chilies. Yeah. This is worse than bad. And Daisy comes back with new food. And Erica's like, you know, just disappointed with the food. And and Chuck goes, It's not even disappointed. It's disgusted. Oh, Chuck. Oh, Chuck. Oh, Chuck. And so this is Daisy with the burn. She tells the camera, Marcus's food is not disgusting. Charles is looking for a fight. He's uncultured, unmannered, untraveled. Go fuck yourself. Well said. Because he's been dissecting the second omelet too. Yeah. He's like, ugh, I, I, I can do it. He, he didn't want it. He knew probably from the time he sent the first one back mm-hmm. that he wasn't going to eat this second one. He's just looking to start shit. He stands up. He goes, I'm not eating this because it's gross. I've gotten better food at the ballpark. <laughs> Here's my only question. Was it really, Cindy, with the first class omelet drama? Because it's... <laughs> It's like I might have been shocked with the omelet drama. I can totally see that. Okay, this is a family of omelet drama. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, that's where the episode ends. I can't wait for. Oh, these the next guests episode. are nuts. <laughs> They're out of control. Out of control. Whew, guys, what an episode! We hope you enjoyed watching it. We hope you enjoyed listening to it. Send us your boat names, okay? Guys, do it because we would love to hear what you think. Send us your boat names, please. Also follow us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. That's where you can message us your boat names or you could leave them in a review because we love reviews. We love when you rate and review the podcast on Apple or Spotify. That means a lot to us. It is Teresa's birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Send her a nice birthday message. And also do, do what she asks, which is to look down and smash that follow button. And I'm going to repeat myself, guys. Smash it like it's as hot as my birthday. <laughs> All right. I, guys, oh. I only get to do this once a year. Once a year. Once a year. That's right. <laughs> All right, guys. What an episode. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed. I have said it all. Have you said it all? I've said it all. All right. That means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.